Blog Talk Radio. So it's uh, faith-based. It's so you're involved with faithism, not atheism, right? It was that you said, saying that you know a lot of Christians, um, they maybe text or they maybe email you, and you know they were pretty much scared of you. And I said, oh, okay, a challenge, okay. No, I believe the Bible. I don't believe the Bible is saying that slavery is okay because it gives instructions about how to handle slavery. Andrew, that's faith. You just said you accept evolution theory. So that's faith. You got faith in a theory. By any chance, are you gay? Uh, what do you think about battle totes? Hello, everyone. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me here again on the Atheist Roundtable. This is going to be a weekly live podcast, videocast, also simulcast on Facebook with me. I'm your host. My name is Andrew Garber. I'm so glad that you joined me again for the, Athe- for the Atheist Roundtable. Look, I know that if you're listening to me on Blog Talk Radio, that my audio quality sucks. Okay? I get it. If you were able to watch me on Facebook Live, you would see little white strings coming from my ears because those are the head- that's the headset that's going into a cell phone, and that's how I'm broadcasting on Blog Talk Radio. So, if you are just tired of my poor audio quality on Blog Talk Radio, I apologize for listening to this on iTunes later, and you're just thinking, why does that guy have such crap audio? The reason is because I am poor, I have no money, and so I podcast with a laptop and an Obama phone. That's it. That's the podcasting equipment I have because that, that's it. Okay, the rest of all, the only other reason that you would ever want to listen to me because you the only reason you should ever listen to any podcast, really. So if you want a better audio, then I'm simulcasting this on Facebook these days. Go to Facebook.com, find the Atheist Roundtable uh, fan page, and watch for those live broadcasts because the audio quality on Facebook goes through my laptop, not through my Obama phone, which is actually a Reagan phone, which we're not going to talk about tonight. And the audio quality is a little bit better, okay? And you get to see my face. I don't know why you'd want to see my face. You can hide the video when you're listening to it on Facebook. That's totally a thing that you can do. But if you're if you, if you're just tired of my poor audio quality, that's all I'm saying about it. I'm done. So if you want to continue putting up with that poor audio quality, that's great. Look, I do this show primarily because I want to inspire some conversations, some dialogue between atheists and believers. I want to have some time when atheists and believers interact with each other, and they do so in such a way that both parties walk away feeling like something good. Just anybody had to agree. That doesn't mean that anybody had to come to some conclusion. It just means that the dialogue has to be more or less productive. That doesn't mean we can't, like, dependently disagree on something. It just means that we have to, like, remember that the other person is a person, right? So often, especially when we're on Facebook, right, we'll, we'll get into these conversations with people who disagree with us, and so often these disagreements just explode into crazy 
James calling the hymnist awful, awful thing. And, and nobody changes their mind because they've been attacked on Facebook. And certainly nobody changes their mind because in a face-to-face kind of conversation, they were attacked or ridiculed or called an idiot or a religious hard or some other nonsense. Nobody does that, right? Now, that's not to say time for calling religious ideas ridiculous because religious ideas are ridiculous. And we should be able to say that proud and proud. But the people that hold those religious beliefs are not ridiculous, right? I used to be a believer. I used to be a Catholic. And when I went from being Catholic to being an atheist, I gained zero IQ points. I didn't get any smarter because I became an atheist. And I need to be able to remember that when I'm talking to people who still believe. I need to be able to remember that this used to be me. And the only thing that changed was I got one more question right. How many more questions am I wrong about? How many more things can I possibly have to learn? So, so many. And I only have one more answer than this other person. I have to be able to remember that. I have to be able to go back to the time when I held those beliefs and remember why it was so old, those beliefs. I held those beliefs so tight. Why? Why did I hold them so tightly? If I'm going to have to help somebody, I have to help, right? I, ha- I have to help somebody let go of that tightly held religious belief. How do I help, Right? I have to give someone help. They need help. Who who among us who left religion behind did so on their own in a closet? Right? Who among us who left religion behind did so by simply meditating? Oh, and then all of a sudden, oh, no, God. Who did that? No one did that. That's not a thing that happened. We did it because we had more than one conversation with more than one person about the same topic. And we did it because people were willing to have those conversations with us. And when they were willing to have those conversations with us, the best ones, even when we disagreed, were the ones where we could look each other in the eye and say, I understand why you say that, but have you considered this? Right? When we take time to listen to someone and make sure we understand what it is they're saying, I really think that um, it's so easy for most of my atheist friends to just destroy the first cause, for example, right? Who among us doesn't have a million responses to Pascal's wager just sitting in our pocket waiting to be tossed out, right? We've got them. We don't need them. We don't need all of them. All we need to do is just sit back, take a breath, and listen to what the first find, what God is, the more you're going to find that you're going to define that God right out of reality. And I really believe that's true. 
push a believer to define God, and you can back that belief into an indefensible corner. I really, but, but, but when you get there, know what it's like to be cornered with a bad idea. Right? We've all been there. We've all been embarrassed and humiliated when we find ourselves backed into a corner and we're holding the wrong idea. What's that feeling? Let's not corner them, but give them the hand they need. Of walking right back out to join. Now, I don't know about you, but my apostasy took 12 years. 12 years it took me to move from being a Catholic to an atheist. So, I don't know if you thought that maybe you were going to be able to break someone out of faith in a couple conversations, a few paragraphs or a blog. But that's just not the way it works, my friend. These things take time. And the time that it really takes is the time when you're not there. When they when that person gets to leave and think about what you said. And realize that things that you said were thoughtful and considerate and you were listening to their position. Just earlier tonight. I was trying to have a conversation um, with an anti-vaxxer who was on one of my friend's pages, right? My friend had posted something saying, hey, vaccines work. It's flu shot season. Get your flu shot, and you should flu shot. Unless you're not able to get flu shot, in which case I have to get my flu shot to protect you. So that's... That was the point of the meeting, right? Get your flu shot. Get it. And someone came came along and said, hey, y'all, if y'all want to go be injecting yourselves with poison, go ahead. Shoot both. <laughs> right? <laughs> I love it when people call people cheap. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I think it's hilarious. Anyway. But I wanted to talk to this person and ask her, why do you think vaccines are uh, are equal to poison? I mean, that kind of exactly what would give something like homeopathy credence. And we all know that homeopathy is bunk, right? I mean, if if we think that homeopathy is a thing, then we have a different problem, right? Because we don't understand how anything works. Right? We don't understand that water doesn't have memories. We don't understand how vaccination works. We don't understand any of that. But if uh, if we do understand that homeopathy is fun, then look. Look at how we're talking about this poison and look at how we would talk about this poison in homeopathy. Right? She started lashing out, and I, I, I tried really hard to make sure that I wasn't trying to attack her. I was trying to understand a wrong conclusion, and I wanted to make sure that I conveyed that I do absolutely think this is the wrong conclusion, but how did you get there? 
immediately she tells me I need to do my research to go to Google. And I'm like, awesome. You value research. Fantastic. If you value research, I value research. Now we just need to have to have a conversation about what kind of research is good research, right? We have to be able to identify that some things that we're going to find will be true about vaccines, and some of the things that we'll find will be false about vaccines. How are we going to tell which one's right? Like, how are we going to be able to tell the difference? If we both can agree that we're going to go out and look for information about vaccines, and we already can agree that some of the things we're going to find are going to be true, some of the things we're going to find are going to be false, how do we tell? She didn't really give me an answer, and I was a little disappointed about that. Um, she, <laughs> she said that I'd been triggered. <laughs> triggered. I, I don't, she said that I'd been triggered. I, I, I really had. Um, it, she made it seem as though her position was just obvious. Vaccines are obviously bad because they're made of bad stuff, right? How could something, how, how do you get something good by taking a bad plus a bad plus a bad plus a bad, put it all together with bad, and now you have a good? That doesn't make sense. And for credit, I don't think that makes sense either. I also, I guess she does. So why would you think that's how vaccines are made? Where, what recipe, <laughs> what recipe for a vaccine are you reading? Um, I think, I think, again, my, my, my primary objective here is for me to get her to tell me why she thinks this is a person who I think is also an atheist. This is a person who I think has also rejected um, religious ideology. And, and, and so this is a person who has also gotten one question right. Um, and hopefully this, this is a person who comes to that decision by, 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 by reasoning their way out of it. Right? Uh, it looks to me from her profile page that she that she values free thought, right? That she wants to make sure that her uh, positions on issues are hers and hers alone and, and they're not just uh, a, a regurgitation of somebody else's view. Which is great. That's great. I'm I am super stoked that you want to follow where the evidence leads. What evidence has led you to believe that vaccines are poison? I'm super duper, super duper curious about what evidence it was that led you to believe. Because if I can understand better how you got here, then maybe I can understand better they might be wrong and that there are people here who will help them discover why and how they're wrong. And we're not going to just call them 
crazed nutbags, and we're not going to accuse them of wanting smallpox to make a comeback. We're not going to uh, throw a whole bunch of name-calling, and we're not going to call them idiots. We're just going to listen to them, try to understand how they came to that conclusion, and then maybe we'll have an, we'll have an understanding of how we can change their mind by allowing them to use the same tool that they already have acknowledged that they treasure, like research and free thought. If we can get a person to realize that vaccines are good, when they used to think vaccines are poison, that sounds like a win to me. That sounds like everybody wins to me. If we can take a person who used to be a fundamentalist, who used to think that Noah's Ark was a real apocalypse is upon us. How many times do we hear about the end of the world coming today? If we can take a person who's living far off, that, that, the, that Jesus will come and rain down tribulation upon us all, if we can take that person and move them to a place where they can let go of that fear. How is that not a win for everybody? Everybody gets a win. And we don't get them off by calling people moral and idiot and stupid. Believers aren't stupid. They're kind, compassionate, reasonable, intelligent people. Maybe their religious beliefs weren't, uh, aren't founded in reason and logic, but 99% of their lives, they use reason and logic really well all the time, just in just one spot. They've got a bit of an issue. We can help them by thinking about these conversations as helping people instead of as attacking people or as fights to be won or battles to be fought. We're not fighting. We're helping. This is a charity, right? You don't do charity. You don't take the soup and throw it at the person. That's not how it works. You take the soup and you're like, here, the guy's like, I'm hungry. That's how this works. And then everybody wins. Look, I'm, I'm not trying to say that there aren't people who deserve our fire. It doesn't take long for you to turn on the news and listen to some crazy religious whack job. <laughs> and really get your blood boiling. Get it. Ah, get it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Those aren't the people we need to talk to. They're not. Who, who, want, who would want to talk to? Those aren't the people we need to talk to. The people we need to talk to are the everyday average Christians. The Christians who would totally lose to you if we wanted to do some Bible trivia, right? The kind of Christian who doesn't have any
any idea about what's in the Bible, who doesn't have any idea about why Christmas is on the 25th of December, and doesn't care. Those are the people that we would need to talk to. Those are the, that's the position that we need to help them. We just normal, regular people. Um, those moderate that we always want that sometimes we as atheists want to attack for being shields for those crazy fundamentalists. Well, if they're the shield. They're the ones we need to talk to. They're the ones that we need to approach with the kindness and compassion that we have. Because if we take away those fundamentalist shields, it doesn't really make a difference with some bounding off that hurricanes and mass shootings are because the gays are getting married for some nonsense. Abortion has caused an earthquake. Whatever. If we take away the people's shield, then we'll be able to have more impact. That's what we say, right? That the moderates are the shields for the fundamentalists. Talk to the shield. And let's be kind about it. Because that's how we'll get them over. One person is not. I'm not trying to say that everybody has to do this. But what I am going to say, what I am going to end on, is that when people disagree with you and when you have conversations with people who disagree, then you'll know how to change their mind. Then you'll know. We'll all be better for it when we're all better informed and we all have more good ideas than bad ideas. That sounds like a win to me. For everybody. All right. That's what I got. And I took it so near to the 30-minute mark. So that is awesome. Ha! I'm doing so much better at this. Hey, and again, uh, if you're if you're listening to this on iTunes later or if you're subscribing to Blog Talk Radio, then you're going to hear the outro music. You heard the intro music. I forgot to cue it up so that the people on Facebook could hear it. <laughs> oh, you don't get to hear it. Do it again next week. Then hopefully I will. Um, I can't blame it on equipment issues this time because it's not equipment issues. It's me issues. It's on me. Until next time, everybody, take care of yourselves. God isn't here. We are. Good night. Like the fan page for the Atheist Roundtable at slash Atheist Roundtable on Facebook or find your host at slash Andrew the Atheist. Send all of your email to andrewtheatheist at gmail.com. This podcast is the official podcast of atheists, humanists, and agnostics of the Wabash Valley. Find us on Facebook for monthly meetups. Music for this episode is provided, as always, by Dick Richards. Thank you, Dick. God is here. We are. Take care of yourselves.